everybody, and welcome to 2024 and the Stationary Freaks podcast with myself, Rob Lambert, and of course... And with me, Helen Lazowski. That's the first one of the year, Helen. It's the first one of the year. I uh, hope it you is. had a lovely, lovely Christmas break and a, a nice new year and a festive... Uh, everybody else had a really, really nice break and festive treats as well, if you celebrated that. So, Helen, 2024, people yeah. start usually with goals and objectives and you know, New Year's resolutions, and you've decided of all the time to do this, to switch your, should we say, productivity note-taking systems. (laughs) We could say that, Rob. (laughs) I mean, we've talked for years about bullet journals, and I've never been a fan, but you've been deeply into this sort of community, this cult, should we say. You've jumped ship, you've moved to Hobonichi. So go on, Helen, give us a little bit of context on this. Right, first things, I have not jumped ship. Let's not go start <laughs> accessing all the bullet journals out there. Um, I am experimenting with a new system. So I have, I loved the flexibility of the bullet journaling. I, uh, I'm not particularly artistic, but I really appreciate color. So there, if you go online, there's a lot, a lot of people who are deeply artistic using bullet journaling as a way of as an outlet for their art, as an objective for their art, which is absolutely fine, really, really good. But you do not have to do that to be a bullet journaler. And bullet journaling, if you go and look at, you know, Ryder Cow's original one, it's really, really minimalist, very minimalist. It is just a system. And I like systems because without a system, uh, things don't happen in my life. Literally, if I don't, if I don't have a system, Stuffed, I just forget. It's not even, you know, things come back to me randomly. Anyway, so I have been working with a bullet journal, which has evolved as my life has evolved. So it's not like it's, I've been able to change it to answer whatever questions my life had. So to, to morph into what I needed it to be at the time, because bullet journaling is really, really flexible. And I got to a really nice sweet spot with it. But... And this is a really good question because why would I jump ship? I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, if it was working for you and you're enjoying it and you've evolved it over all these years, why? Why change? Right. So it's because of your regular listeners or long-term listeners will remember that probably the last two years, Rob, I've kicked off going, this year, definitely I'm going to journal. And every single year I do it for a while and then stop. And I'm sure lots of other people sympathize with that point of view. It's it's a habit and a discipline, and these things aren't easy to build. So what I thought was, if I had myself a new system, it would force me to start do things differently, and that would be a really good trigger. When you're trying to set up a new habit, what you really want to do is set yourself up uh, sort of a low bar so that you trip over it to pass it. So in order to journal, I needed space to journal. And my current bullet journaling system was so familiar to me I would just ignore the journaling section and use it for something else because I, you know, because I could. So what I needed to do was force myself to think um, and be uncomfortable so that I could try and do something new and, and add in. And I'm only talking of six or eight lines a day. I mean, it's not like I'm asking myself for war and peace here. Yeah. So you're not doing a sort of morning pages where you're supposed to, you know, generate no. two to three pages of uh, just just scribbles and words. So. Okay, for our listeners then, uh, some of whom may be completely and utterly au fait with Hobonichi, which is the system that you've moved to. So is Hobonichi a system or is it a, 
a brand? Is it a book? Is it, you know, what is Hobonichi? Why don't you give us a, a sort of lowdown of this new system that you've got? <laughs> Hobonichi is a cult, Rob. Um, <laughs> it's joyful for a stationary freak. Uh, so Hobonichi is a brand. Um, and I think it comes from a sort of uh, like a, an acquired pet name for some Japanese newspaper or something, if I remember correctly. I can't remember from the past. Hobonichi is like a, a pet name for a newspaper. And the idea is, is that you, um, they make several books, but only three or four. So you've got the Hobonichi cousin, which is the biggest one they do, which is only A5. So already I've gone down from a B6 size to an A5 size. So already constrained myself. Um, and then the cousin has a year view. It also has a weekly, your calendar in a weekly state. And then it also has, so week to view effectively. And then it also has this uh, daily view. So the things that I used to get on one two-page spread for a week for me, um, I now have three different places to go to look at it. So um, th that's the first change. So the, they do do a half year and a half year version of something very similar. They do do just a week's, which is, I don't know what half of A5 is long ways, but it's that kind of, if you take oh, yeah. a piece of A5 and you fold it long, you know, the, along the long side, you get an even long, narrower, thin thing. Hobonichi Weeks is a thing. Um, and there's, uh, yeah, there's the one that's just the, the kind of the standard diary, which I, I can quite see. So I think the weeks would be quite nice, given my first little interruption. But that's not already proved to be enough. So I've had to buy myself a second uh, book. I need to confess this. So I, I went with a Midori. Um, which is just a book for all the things like the meeting notes and the stuff that's happening or particular projects yeah. and longer term, bigger pieces of work go into there. So yes, I've moved to a two book system, which is ridiculous. But I would say the paper is beautiful. It's super, super thin, super thin, doesn't bleed through, Stands up to cat dribble exceptionally well, which is probably a very niche requirement, but believe me. I think general animal dribble or, or general dribble, full stop, you know. My, that's a good selling point. Um, I would say the Midori paper is much nicer, though, to write on, just yeah. as a little, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll get hate mail for that, but. So just in my head, I, I'm not into these these cults, as as you've described them, but I'm sure they're not there, you know. It's, it's just joking there. Um so the Midori and the, the Hobonichi are not connected. They're not the same system. Okay, right. So the, these are two different sort of brands, two different sort of systems. It strikes me that, you know, going back to what you were saying, you've got a sort of a month view, is it? A week view and a day view. Yeah. And you actually said, yeah, so you said you've actually now got to go to three different places to find stuff. That sounds yeah. like... If you count <laughs> if you... the extra book, yeah. all the extra. So yeah, it doesn't sound like it's simplified, does it? No. And I have to be honest, having bought it, and then, of course, you're waiting for the new year to start so that you can use it, I was struck by immense terror about the fact that I knew this was going to be much harder. And, I mean, I know I said uncomfortable, but I think terror is closer. <laughs> so I, I, you'll have picked up um, that I self-soothed by buying stickers from Etsy oh, yeah, in we've heard. ridiculously obscene quantities. Um, and the idea is, just to give you a picture, because you're going to love this, Rob, 
uh, it kind of fulfills my bullet journaling requirements. So I can open the weekly view or the daily view, for example, and there's a whole load of custom made stickers that Hobonichi um, Etsy people will have made specifically for the Hobonichi, for example, and it will allow me to make the headers at the top of the weekly page for Ah, each of the days colored in a certain way or whatever. Um, There's a habit tracker stickers so you can, it's already done and it's, you you can choose a theme and it, you know, so there's lots and lots of these. So of course I chose some, then I worried that I hadn't got enough and bought some more. Then I found some new stuff that I hadn't come across before. So I then bought those as well. And I am now, we're not even, I'm not even going to say out loud and just in case somebody speaks to my husband, how much money I've spent on stickers, but obscene and unnecessary and wasteful. <laughs> so is this the, uh, I guess this is the fear, isn't it? And the, and the sort of let yourself, like you say, the sort of self-soothing of buying the stickers to, uh, to get stuck into this system. So, I mean, you're only, you know, we're, we're recording this on the 5th of January, so we're still very early on into, into 2024. We really are. And we are going to do another special episode later in the year to see how you've got on with it, see whether you've stuck mm-hmm. with it, really is, is probably the question, and how you've tailored it and morphed it and mashed it and, and done those other things. You know, I'm still trying to get it clear in my head how the Hobonichi is any different to a, you know, a diary that you might buy with all those different views in it. What, what makes it so unique, I guess? The two things that make it unique is it's got all those views in it right. at once. Um, so it allows me to do things that my bullet journal used to do. I can do in my Hobonichi, in some cases better, but differently. So um, I always had a page that tracked my holiday, right? What, how much holiday I'd used, how much, you know, when we were going away, those kind of things. Um, this is easier. I can use it. On my year to view, it's absolutely fine. In fact, it's better than my diary, but than my bullet journal. The weeks, I can keep track of things that I used to keep on several different pages. That's better. And the month, uh, and the diary, um, the week to view is really nice because it's actually my happy place. That's most mm. familiar. But the daily is where I am trying to keep my to do lists and to do, um, this journaling idea. Now, the problem with the to-do lists now is that they're spread over the days. And that, as you well know, Rob, because you used to laugh at me all the time, if you don't do it on one day, do you copy it across to the next day? Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to ask you that. (laughs) Jeez. And that is a real-life problem. This is an actual real-life problem that I'm having. So I'm only on day five, and already I have that problem. You won't be surprised to know I didn't do everything on my to-do list this week. So um, we're recording this on Friday, Friday the 5th. So it's five full days, um, one of which was a bank holidays. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You see, that's uh, I bought, you know, what happens to me every every sort of, about six months into the year, I think it's a really great idea to buy a a diary. You know, you get the academic year ones that run run sort of June, July, August onwards. So I, I usually buy one. Because by that point, I've you know been on social media, been influenced by all the kind of things that I've read, and and I'm back into a diary, going, yes, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this month planner, and I usually get one that's got a, a week view and a daily view. Which why I was asking how it's different to a sort of planner that you might buy from I don't know Ryman's or Amazon or wherever. And I I have a couple of weeks where I'm majorly productive because I'm writing it all out. I'm you know scheduling these podcasts and all the editing and all this I'm really good and, and I'm writing it and I'm ticking boxes and I'm drawing lines through things. Then I get to the point where I'm not achieving everything 
And I end up to the same dilemma that you have now on five days into the system of copying across all of those tasks that just don't get done. Do you rewrite them? Do you scribble them? You know, what's just sort of, what do you think your system's going to be? Because you're only five days into this. I know. So, I mean, it's problems. I, I wanted to see what problems I had. The first problem, I, can I just go back a bit before I answer that and just say, my first problem with it is January. Why the hell would you start in January? Of course. If I'd started in December, I have got a really clear idea of where I'm up to, what I'm doing, all the projects, all the thoughts, everything is all just there in my head. You come back after, in my case, I don't know, 10 days away, and you pick up your new journal, which is really uncomfortable. I can't remember what I, I don't know what I need to know. And I couldn't remember what I used to do about it if I did. <laughs> so that's been a real problem. So I would really recommend if you're going to switch, don't switch in January. Get one of those academic ones or the Hobonichi, they do the half and half and get the half, I, I think it's called the week, uh, no, the Hobonichi, ah, I can't remember. It'll come back. To, it allows you to do half the year and then you buy another one. You can either buy a full year or another half the year. And I should have done that, Rob. Yeah. Should have done that yeah. because half of my problem was the fact it was January. Now what I've got is this problem where I haven't done all the tasks. I think I'm going to get to the end of a Friday. Uh, and I'm going to go through everything um, as part of sort of a reflection that I do do on it at the end of a week and decide what is worth carrying over and what doesn't need to be done yeah. now. Yeah. Because I don't think you always need to do everything on your to-do list. So that's that's one of the things I'm going to do. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds good. And and I'm guessing if you're going to use this and you've got obviously these these week views and day views and all the different views, and the, the problem I found was I was adding things on the monthly view. So, for example, recording these, uh, editing them, posting them, newsletters, all the other stuff that we've got going on. I'd put that on the month view and I'd be able to see my month at a glance, which was, well, both terrifying and um, useful at the same time. <laughs> and then I would have to copy those same things into the week one and then the same again into the day view and stuff. And I, I found it a little bit tedious. Do you think you're going to do the same thing or are you going to, are you going to no. have different, I guess, um, should we say different elevations of view on those different things? So maybe really exactly high that. level stuff. Yeah. Okay. Exactly that. So I am not putting anything onto the calendar for the year that I would then put on to expect to be putting onto the month. Right. Nor will I put the stuff on the monthly calendar that will go onto a weekly or the weekly into the, the daily. So it just won't do that. But um that said, the other thing I've done is I mentioned the stickers. I have got loads of this lots of stickers out there with um, pre-printed. So uh, I have stickers that have got the gym, stickers that have got hair right. appointments, stickers that have got, uh, I don't know what else I've got in here. All sorts of, some of them are, <laughs> some of them are like the, just the list of to-do so that I have, uh, I, and I have had some, they'll print custom ones for you. So I've got certain sort of management meetings or whatever with certain names. So I've just got a sheet of stickers printed with those so I can gather together agenda items for that in one place. And now I'm doing that on the day that that will be. But I've had to, in order, I don't know if you can hear me in this. You can hear me flipping through the pages. Yeah. This is a big downside, which is that I'm constantly on the wrong page. And I've actually got some <laughs> big ass uh, bulldog clips holding various bits of this together because I don't need most of my month. I just need to be able to see the big January, right? I don't need to be able to see all the weeks of the year i you know maybe a couple of weeks in january is all i need to look at i need to be able to find the daily one really really quickly so yeah there's a lot of um 
bookmarks and such like happening that yeah really <laughs> really on board with the bookmark but they don't come with those so I bought some uh like tabs to, to stick on which have given me problems because I said the paper was so super thin yeah. what I didn't know was how much some of the tabs are thicker than the paper by quite a long way and it catches All right. and that creases the paper gets it stuck get it's just irritating <laughs> there are better ways to do that that's down to the choices i made not down to uh, because the paper's super light but bulldog clips is definitely the way forward the uh, the, the thing is it's like any system though you, you make a switch and maybe january isn't the best time to do that switch no. i think uh, i think that could be our solid advice takeaway from this podcast <laughs> um but you get used to it and you then you then hack away don't you and you sort of modify and you improve and you optimize that system to work for you and I think one of the things I've seen in my mind is if uh, we ever get together again and see each other, and maybe if we can get to one of these uh, stationary events, I can just imagine, you know, me turning up with all the audio gear and the cameras and stuff and, you know, doing that side of stuff that I really enjoy. And then you turning up with a little trolley full of stickers because... (laughs) (laughs) I will. I want to get handing out stickers. That's it. But you've now got to the point where you've sort of outsourced your handwriting to stickers, you know, you put stickers... (laughs) So it's gonna, it's just going to be like masses of sheets of stickers everywhere where you're struggling to find the right stickers to put on the right page and stuff. But um, do you know that's actually a problem I already have, Rob? I, I, I can't just, even. I, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear you're sort of flicking through trying to find which stickers, which for which meeting, which name and stuff. But you know, it's it, it is like any system. You know, we 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 talk about systems a lot, and you know, I I often describe productivity systems, which is really what we're talking about here as a, a container with some rules i and i use this at work i use this all the time because your container is your your two books your you know your midori thing and your hobonichi and it has some rules and i think what what a lot of people do is they apply the rules that other people have applied to it and expect it to work for them and i think what you're yeah. doing is you're working out what your rules are yeah. you know um, on this day i do this and for this i use these stickers and these are the kind of rules that you'll form as you start to build that system so I think it's going to be really interesting to follow you on this journey and see if you're still hobonichiing. Is that a word? Hobonichi. I don't know, but I think we should be trying to make that a word. It's yeah. definitely about me uh, looking consistently to say, what problems have I had with this and how could I overcome them? Yeah. Because it's being one of the things I haven't had a problem with is being bothered to write half a dozen sentences a day about yeah. from that journaling point of view. So, there is an upside from that point of view. The other thing I haven't said is I have said about stickers, but one of the things that I've just caught sight of is that um, I wanted to create a list of a certain set of topics I always have in one of my meetings all the time. Mm. Um, and I couldn't find anything that was going to do it. And I did not want to write it out every week, right? Because that just is that way madness lies in my head anyway. Uh, so I got very creative and you know those little stamps that you could get in the older days um which would print out your address oh yeah, yeah. i found one of these at the back of the cupboard i had to order some <laughs> I had to order some more ink i found one of these at the back of the cupboard and i've repurposed it so i've now made this be able to give me my little list of four or five topics um and i can stamp that down and there's something really really pleasing nice. about stamped letters it looks like yeah. a bit like your typewriter letters really pretty really like it yeah Oh, you can't beat a good stamp. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, no, no. I'm a big fan of the stamps. Yeah, no, that's 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 cool. I mean, in 
I think about the same sort of thing and and there's a few things that I do. I, I make YouTube videos and I do podcasts and I do all sorts of stuff. And for some of the stuff I use digital tools like Trello, we're, we're big fans of Trello. We've used Trello for years and you can have template uh, checklists on there. So for these podcasts, for example, I have a template which says to go through all of the different activities required with editing and publishing and posting these podcasts only until the point where it's just, it's, it's habit. It's, you know, I just know yeah. what I'm doing. Uh, but for other stuff, I actually create templates in Microsoft Word of all tools or Canva, which is also a really good tool. And for meetings, for example, you were saying you've got certain topics. I have one of those in Word and I just print it. And I use that same thing. So it's a, it's a sort of same principle. You're trying to get organized, but we have different systems and different ways of doing that. The downside to mine is I've got scraps of paper all over the place with meeting notes on them, whereas <laughs> yours are all in your, your beautiful Hobonichi. They are, yes. But I'm very, I have to be honest, the Hobonichi paper is lovely, but I am absolutely in love with the Midori notebook. It's nothing right. other than the lined notebook, but it's really nice because their lined notebook, A51, has a heavy line halfway down the page. And for some reason, the division of that page combined with the lovely quality paper is just heavenly. So I'm really, really in love with that. So I want to give that a special mention. Yeah, I follow the Hobonichi hashtag and the Midori hashtags on, on Instagram. And I've wanted to get into it because they're just so beautiful what people do. And same with the bullet journal. Mm. There's some really, really beautiful stuff going on. I'm yet to take that plunge. And I think I'm going to wait to see how you get on. Uh, but it's good to know that the paper's good on the Midori because I do have my eye on one, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll I see. mean, it's good on the Hobonichi, too. Quality-wise, it's really good. But there yeah. is something especially lovely about the Midori. I think it's just because it's thicker. It feels more luxurious. But I have to warn you that your own Hobonichi or your own Midori is not going to be beautiful, Rob. Oh, mine might be. It'll be shocking. Yours will be shocking, and, and mine is not pretty either because it's it's a working document, right? So yeah. it's lovely if your point of your Hobonichi, for some people it is, is the art and the beauty of it. Yeah. But if you're going to get upset because it doesn't look pretty today or this week or whatever, you, you, this is not the game for you. Because I think bullet journaling alone, I, if you are in it for the art, then that's fine. If you're in it for the productivity, I think you really, really need to be much more forgiving than uh, some of these YouTube yeah. videos would have you believe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Well, I noticed in uh, January, I think it may even been December uh, last year um, or the beginning of this year, that Todoist, uh, my favorite to-do app, and one that oh, I still yeah. use. I use it a lot. Yeah, yeah me I too. I can't really get away from it. It's it's my life really in there. And um, I've added they they added a board view a couple of years back, so you could create basically a Kanban board, which is you know, a series of columns and swim lines. That was really great to do that. Uh, they've now added a calendar view, so that you can actually see it in a in a month calendar. So that for me is great because you get all the automation tools that come with something like that. You must be using that as a. You must be using that as a desktop app rather than as a yes. phone app. Yes. Yes. So I use it on the phone mostly. That's really interesting because I hadn't noticed the calendar app. So good, yeah. good point. It's just a different view of the board. So you can switch the views from task list to board to uh, calendar. Um, but it sort of satisfies that having a look at your month, assuming everything's in that same project. So yeah. it kind of works for me and, I, and I'm, I'm struggling to get away from it. But there are times, like I say, when I just want to go back to paper for my to-do list. Uh, you know, I've got my journal still. I'm still using loads of paper. I've got loads of notebooks out there on the desk. Got loads for Christmas, which was great. Um, and they've all got a sort of single purpose use. 
but the to-do list, I still, I think I would still struggle with that repeating the tasks and writing it all out, which is what put me off bullet journaling. You know, we had a good conversation about that um, on one of the casts probably a couple of years ago. That whole rewriting stuff and writing it, I I just, I just don't, it just doesn't play to my, uh, my psyche. No, and I don't. I don't tend to be bothered, so I I need to find a way around that. My current plan is I'm prepared to go backwards and forwards for the week because there's stuff yeah. happening different ways. Um, but at the end of the week, I will want to be able to put a good old bulldog clip over that and then <laughs> move on move and on. know that anything anything in there has either been moved to the next week or has been dropped. And I do drop stuff if I. Uh, sometimes I drop things by accident, to be fair. Um, but mostly, uh, that's just that's just user error, really. Uh, mostly, I would want to get to the end and, and, and know that I could put a bulldog clip over that, and it's just lost. Like you know, it's done. Everything's that's either there or it's not going to be done. So uh, a while back, you were, you were talking about the balance app, and you were talking about the bullet journaling, and I think you were sort of you were on your way down away from bullet journal and find, you know, you, I think you were using it mostly for work related stuff and you were yes. trying to use balance for personal stuff. So with your new Hobonichi Midori system, is it a separation between work and play or is it a combination of both of them? Uh, it's a different. So my home to-do list does not fit well on there. Right. So it's not doing well at all, but I have to be honest, my home to-do list um, is now on Todoist almost completely okay so okay um i'm not very good at at the to-do list in my hobonichi at all i have found that's a problem the home one work one is is not so much of a problem the home one very much i don't know why that is well it's interesting um I, in my bullet journal i could have i had a section that was team lazowski i think we talked about it before yeah. stuff that we need to do for the house for the home for the family whatever it would be would all go into this little section I got on there, but I don't have that. And I don't want to put that onto my daily. It could be on the weekly one, I suppose, but I haven't found it particularly useful to do my to-do lists on there. I have, I keep forgetting to do it. I still haven't done the things that I put on there um, from Tuesday. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that comes down to the the sort of nature of the work that we do. I mean, you know, your your work is your day, really, in some respects, isn't it? We both work a nine-to-five. And we do this as a bit of fun in the evenings and the other activities are, are sort of evenings and weekends. Um, but I can imagine if you're, uh, you know, somebody who I guess has a little bit more control over your day and you, you do, you know, creative stuff or you're self-employed maybe, or you're doing some that actually looking at the home and work and balancing that across the flexibility that you have yeah. around your working hours, it probably makes sense to have it all in one system at that point, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I really do think so. Um, I would say one thing that I haven't mentioned is I no way, shape or form do I try and run right in my calendar in my Hobonichi at all. So there is right. time slots in there set up that I could use. Dear God, no, absolutely not. I, you know, I use, use Google Calendar app, whatever. I've got like eight different calendars on my, my phone, which runs my life. Um, and that I wouldn't change that. I think the idea of writing out what you think you're doing in your day, I think we've talked about this before. You and I, for you and I, it changes a lot. So you think you've Mm. got a meeting at two until you get into the office. And by 10, it's no longer two o'clock, it's three days time or whatever it would be. And you only get to make so many of those changes before what you're looking at on your piece of paper is so awful for your day. It's just much better to leave your calendar electronic because it's just more, more efficient and effective, really. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and at work, I, you know, I, I use my calendar for my schedule, really. And if things move, they move. But I also put my work into my calendar. So I do too. Yeah. In a sense, there's no to do list really that's running. It's, you know, unless it's sort of like, you know, book a meeting, do small tasks, really sort of minor tasks are, are sort of captured on a piece of paper. But fundamentally, if I've got a report to write or I've got a session to prep for, it goes in the calendar and it's time blocking. Basically, calendar blocking is what it's called, isn't it? And yeah. it works really well. Uh, I- I do that too, but uh, not very well and not very successfully, as it turns out. Um, I, I also often look at my calendar and think, oh, that's an hour that I wasn't, I was supposed to be doing this and I've done something completely different yeah. because it's emergent. So uh, I always have it on my to-do list and I try never to delete those calendar blocks, but they move so often. Yeah, they move, yeah. And I find they move with my energy and attention as well. You know, sometimes you just don't have the energy to tackle that one piece yeah. of work that so you move it to later in the day or early in the morning, depending on when you get the most energy sort of thing. I have to do things that I'm interested in. So yeah. I'm on constantly trying to trick my brain into thinking this is going to be really fun right now. <laughs> if it's not interesting, my brain will go, yeah, just let's not do that now. Oh, absolutely. All right, cool. Um, I think that's probably we've covered Hobonichi there, haven't we? And the, the starting of a new system in January, which we absolutely recommend you probably don't do. And don't. We, we will we will do a dedicated newsletter we'll we'll pop one out probably sometime sort of um, a week after this podcast goes live and what i'll do is i'll bring together and myself and helen i'll bring together all of the hobonichi resources that we can find so that you can if you want to get stuck into it. it's almost like a hobonichi dedicated newsletter and helen if you're happy maybe you could share some pictures of your mountains of stickers the toolbox that you're going to need to carry all your stickers around in and anything else that our our listeners may benefit from i'll see if i can um i'll see if i can take some photos of what my first couple of weeks of the hobonichi looked like i expect it to get better but um (laughs) they're sort of random stickery stuff because i've got these stickers i feel i should use them but i'm not quite sure how at the moment so as I d- resolve that that'll be easier but if I can take some before and then maybe we'll do another newsletter for you know three four months time when I have a system in place yeah definitely we'll revisit this for sure and uh yeah great it's, you know what it's an exciting start for the year for you though isn't it because you're not only are you going back to work in January by all accounts is one of the most depressing months uh, of the year but you've got this this challenge this obstacle to work through with your new system so I think you know what, I think it's probably a good thing for you to have started it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's catch up in next week's episode and, and see whether that's still the case or whether you've, you've thrown them away and uh, burnt all your stickers. Yeah. We have been looking at the stats. I just want to end this by saying huge thank you to everybody who listened because we've, we've broken a barrier. I'm not going to say what that amount is, but for us, it's a super special amount of listeners that are, that are listening to our podcasts. We've had it's bizarre where I work. There are people there that are now listening to this podcast. So that's that's super strange for me as well. I know, me too. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want to call them out. It would be a shame, but yeah, yeah there are. Exactly. And we just want to say a huge thank you. Obviously, we do this as a labor of love, and it really means something to us, actually, to keep doing it. It gives us the inspiration and the motivation, knowing that you know people are really enjoying the show. So thank you so much. And, you know, do get in touch if you want to be featured on the show, you've got a topic that you think we should cover, you want to give us some love or some comments or some feedback, please do let us know, you know, get in touch with us. Uh, we're more than happy to to take on board what you say. So huge thank you to everybody who's listening. 
And with that, you can catch us on stationaryfreaks.com, although we've got a bit of website uh, technical stuff going on over this next month. So the best place to find us would be check out the show notes of this, a link to our newsletter, or you can find us on Instagram, stationaryfreaks.uk. Helen, any final closing remarks? No, I think I've, I've shared enough. Well, that's it from me. And thank you so much. I'll speak to you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.